Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. This is The Morning Five. I'm your host, Melissa Ware, owner and principal consultant of Public Square Strategies, giving you five minutes of news and scripture Mondays through Thursdays. Today is Monday, October 16th, 2023. Let's open with scripture. I'm going to read from Psalm 117. Praise the Lord, all you nations. Extol him, all you peoples. For great is his love towards us, and the faithfulness of the Lord endures forever. Praise the Lord. May God bless the reading of his word. Good morning. I'm your host, Melissa Weir. If you're new to the Morning Five, welcome. Glad to have you join us today in scripture, prayer, and the news of the day. I'm filling in for Michael, your usual host for this week. And for longtime listeners, it's great to be with you. So I kept today's scripture short because, well, I think you all know that the news, it's a lot right now. And there are, as you can imagine, a lot of updates on the war between Hamas and Israel. So we continue to await a ground offensive by Israel in northern Gaza. Those in that area have been trying to evacuate quickly, though it is difficult. President Biden spoke to 60 Minutes yesterday about American hostages. He said, and quote, I say we're going to do everything in our power to find them, everything in our power. And I'm not going to go into detail of that, but there's, we're working like hell on it, end quote. National Security Advisor Jake Sullivan went on Face of the Nation to talk about how the U.S. is getting Americans out of Gaza. Sullivan also talked about the Biden administration's forthcoming $2 billion-plus aid package to Israel and Ukraine. Then PBS interviewed Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin, and there uh, some more details were provided on the conversations between the Biden administration and Israel and how the U.S. is supporting via military means. Austin also ordered a second aircraft carrier, the Dwight D. Eisenhower, to the Eastern Mediterranean as part of US's, the U.S.'s deterrence. The U.S. Air Force has doubled the number of F-16, A-10, and F-15E squadrons on the ground, and the Pentagon sent some special operations forces to Israel. And part of that deterrence is towards Lebanon-based Hezbollah, which has already become involved in the war, and towards Iran. Iran warned Israel via the U.N., this past weekend that it will need to intervene if Israel's operation in Gaza continues. Meanwhile, the Secretary of State is visiting with leaders of various Middle Eastern countries to gain support in condemning Hamas. On Sunday, he met with the leaders of Egypt and Saudi Arabia. Saudi Arabian Crown Prince Mohammed bin Salman, and uh, quote, stressed the need to stop the military operations, and quote, that claimed the lives of innocent people, end quote, a reference to Israel's offensive and lift the, end quote, siege of Gaza, end quote, that has left the Palestinian territory without water, electricity, or fuel, according to the Saudi summary of the meeting. The Crown Prince uh, also called for a halt of the current escalation in the conflict, a direct, which is basically a, cr- a contradiction of U.S. policy, which has backed Israel to pursue its, ma- uh, its, its basic goal of eradicating Hamas. Uh, Washington Post goes on to mention that the State Department's memo, which says that officials will not use certain words during this crisis right now, um, those words are de-escalation slash ceasefire, end to violence slash bloodshed, and restoring calm. 
And then President Biden has appointed former Ambassador David Satterfield as special envoy for Middle East humanitarian issues. Satterfield's job will be to focus on the humanitarian crisis in Gaza. And then the UN has reported out that they, meaning the UN, has run out of water. Though Israeli officials say that they've turned on one source in southern Gaza, but the Associated Press reports out that aid workers haven't seen that water yet. Hospitals may also start running out of fuel to generate power as well pretty soon. I'll end the news there on the war today. Um, There is much more, but I will not bombard you. So moving on to other news, uh, Representative Steve Scalise dropped out of the speaker race late last week because he couldn't persuade enough Republican voters. And now Representative Jim Jordan is trying to convince 50 or more uh, Republican members to vote for him potentially tomorrow around noon. And while the speaker race doesn't look to have a, like, like it will have a solution soon, moderate Dems have approached Speaker Pro Tempore uh, Patrick McHenry to expand his powers so that uh, bills can get passed on government spending and war aid packages, so that will be interesting to watch. September's inflation report of the Consumer Price Index was unchanged from August at 3.7%. Even though some U.S. banks had to be bailed out last year, 2022 was the best year for bank profits around the world since 2007. And Social Security recipients will get a 3.2% cost of living adjustment in 2024, showing that inflation has slowed, so the cost of living increases are slowing as well. So that's just some news on the economy. Then finally, Louisiana held what it is what it calls a jungle primary on Saturday. Republican Jeff Landry declared victory, and he will be the state's new governor. It's a win for the Republican Party, as the previous governor, who could not run due to term limits, was a Democrat. Let's end it there for today, and let's close with Dallas Willard's version of the Lord's Prayer. Dear Father, always near us. May your name be treasured and loved. May your rule be completed in us. May your will be done here on earth in just the way it is done in heaven. Give us today the things we need today and forgive us our sins and impositions on you as we are forgiving all who in any way offend us. Please don't put us through trials, but deliver us from everything bad because you are the one in charge and you have all the power and the glory too is all yours forever, which is just the way we want it. That's it for today. Thank you for joining me. As always, The Morning Five is brought to you by the That Sounds Fun Network and in partnership with the Center for Christianity and Public Life. I hope you have a great day.